People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. Brought to you by the founders of California Realty Experts, this is Entrepreneur Today, the podcast which brings you the latest on how to succeed in an ever-changing profession. We've talked to financial advisors, and the bottom line is that they know that there are shady people out there, and it hurts their heart when they're not protected. All right. Hello, podcast world. This is Entrepreneur Today. I'm your host, Gino Diegelman, with my co-host, Alicia Amadio. Hello, everyone. And we are excited today to bring you Why Consumers Buy. I'm... I have to say I'm smiling because you've got this great radio voice going on right now. I don't know if I can hold it the whole time, <laughs> don't but hold it. Just I'm just going <laughs> to keep rolling that way. Well, you know what? There's a, there's a new generation of sales out there and you got to stop marketing with your results. You have to market with why you're marketing this product. And uh, to do that, it's good to know why your consumers are buying. Yeah. And today, that's what we're going to be talking about. So what is uh, what is the question that we need to be asking ourselves? Well, the question is, who's the consumer? Right. So when I hear consumer, you know, to me, it takes on a number of different ways because in our business, sometimes the people that work with us and also the people that uh, utilize our services can all be considered the consumer. But when you hear consumer, what do you hear? I hear shopping. (laughs) I see myself as the consumer. Um, I like to, I'm I'm your ultimate consumer. So I think that's going to be a little bit different uh, than definitely <laughs> yeah. how maybe most of our listeners, definitely how I, I don't see myself as a consumer. For me, it's like, I'm not the consumer. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that is offering the service, but you see it from the exact opposite way. You say, oh, I'm, I'm going shopping. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for something to meet my needs in that shopping world. But, However, we are in real estate and our consumer is who? Definitely going to be the buyer and the seller. And then in our office, the people that we're working with, our consumer is our real estate agents. Right. We call them, you know, our clients. Those are our clients. So when you uh, are looking at different types of consumers, um, we look at it, there's actually different players, right? And one of those players is going to be the main source of your business. That's going to be your loyal customers. And again, going back and, and asking who's your consumer and why do they buy, you know that you've got a, a percentage of consumers that are loyal. I mean, all of us can probably answer, you know, where's the place that you're loyal to regardless? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't really venture too far out of uh, the places I know to go out for my shop. And so there's definitely some businesses out there that can count on me. And sometimes I don't even shop around, you know, when you have that loyalty with someone and you feel comfortable with what they're offering, right. whether it's a service base or whatever, you know, you just feel comfortable with that. So you don't even price check or look around because you can find like one less headache knowing that they're going to be able to offer what you're looking right. for. Right. And, and it's exciting for me when we started doing training in this and being able to research who the consumer is and why they buy, there's the loyal customer. Yeah. And the loyal customer is the person that you actually have to spend the most time with. That's right. And they're, you got a smaller percentage of them. So that's kind of a funny one. Well, and obviously the goal is to get all of your consumers right. to become loyal consumers. And that that's going to take definitely a lot of effort. You know, Alicia, you talk about all the time how we actually spend 80% of our time with the 20% of our group that is going to be producing the most. Absolutely. And and that's exactly the mindset that you have to have. And I know it's going to sound a little repetitive, but being able to know why your buyer buys, who, know who the consumer is. And so knowing that you have a loyal consumer 
and that they're only 20% of them, and then spending your time there, you're discovering what it is about them. You're going to ask questions and say, hey, why are you buying from me? How can I be better value to your purchase? So that's really developing some strategic marketing when it mm-hmm. comes to working with your loyal customers. And, and if you have more to say about the loyalty, the loyal customers, that's good. But the next customer is pretty interesting too. Yeah. So the next customer is going to be your discount client. <laughs> we all know these people. You know, maybe we are these people. Right. Actually, I am this person when it comes to certain needs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking for a deal. I'm looking for something that's on sale. I like to shop around on the on the internet before I make a purchase. I make sure once I've made that decision, I'm purchasing this item that I need. I want to make sure it's not cheaper somewhere else. Right. right? We usually always do that. But I only do that with specific products. Right. Definitely don't do it with service. Um, no way. You couldn't pay me to do that with service. But with products, I definitely do it. They are the ones that shop your store or they shop your business. They shop your website. Right. Um, but they make their decisions based on the size of your markdowns or your reduced price. So. What is that? When you think about that, how much time do you want to spend with a discount client or discount customer? That's a good question. Yeah. You know, we've uh, we've taken this in a different direction when we've trained on it. And you talk about recognizing that, hey, just because you discounted your service, it doesn't reflect who you what your value is in your business. Right. It's it's true. When you when you start to lead with the discount. What kind of client are you looking to have repeating in your business? That's right. Discount people. And and sometimes those are the higher, hardest clients because it's kind of an unquenchable when it comes to how inexpensive you want a product. So I would actually say in taking this step further is I remember when I was looking to start a business, I was like, I see a problem here. I'm going to capitalize on this problem uh-huh. and I'm going to do it better and I'll just do it for less. Oh. I'll be the best product <laughs> and I'll do it for less. Right. And so because on that discount, I'll get everybody's business. And wouldn't you say that that is a huge mistake that entrepreneurs make? Yes. And to add to that, it's the mistake we make because as entrepreneurs, what we do and what we're passionate about comes easy to us. So sometimes, A, it's hard for us to charge for something that's easy. And B, because it's a value to other people, we sometimes don't see it as much as a value. Exactly. So, well, yeah. And what happens is, is you're like, well, I'll just market to everybody. I'll just tell everybody I'm cheaper. But by telling everybody you're cheaper, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're able to see the value of your service at all. And so if you don't take the time to actually learn how to communicate what your value is, being a discount doesn't matter because it makes it seem like this. Hey, I'll take $500 off my service. Well, is that good? Is that a lot? Is that a little bit? Does that just mean you're really expensive? Right. You know, and we've kind of said this in a couple of different ways. If somebody comes in markets to you and says, hey, you should come buy from us because we sold 500 cars. You're like, well, who cares? Right. What does that mean to me? (laughs) Is that is that good? Does that mean you sold a lot? Did you sell them for half of what every other dealership sells them for? Aren't you supposed to sell a lot of cars? Exactly. So you can't lead with discount. You can't be in a business only because you're better and you'll do it for less. And if you do do it that way, you can't just market that alone and never find the way to defend your value. Absolutely. That's key. And and like Gina said, we can spend our whole time on discount because as entrepreneurs, it's a big part of our business. You're in it because you want to make money and you believe that you are actually providing a solution. But if we get caught up in those dollar amounts and and then that's all the clientele that you're looking to attract, then 
you're not going to be really excited about doing your business every single day. That's exactly right. And to take it even a step further, do you want to create a loyal customer out of a discount customer Mm -hmm. that's only looking for a deal? How much harder is it going to be for you to create a loyal customer when all they're looking is for the deal? Mm -hmm. You you create this great relationship with them. You might even be friends with them. But at the end of the day, they're like, well, hey, will you do it for less? And you're just like, oh, my God goodness right. are you kidding me so that's uh that definitely making a loyal customer out of a discount customer is difficult so we have five types of customers so we're on the third one perfect that's going to be who we all are sometimes <laughs> and that's your impulse yep yeah that's what gets me in the store i see something new and shiny and bright i'm walking in it gets me on there their mannequin <laughs> what's the last what's the last time that you walked in from just seeing something when's the last time yeah i don't know this weekend, <laughs> I was parked going into a restaurant. I, you know, window shop and I opened the door and something was in there that I wanted to see a little bit closer and it worked. That's awesome. <laughs> I you know. know. We, we always need impulse clients. And one thing that people don't realize is we're in the service industry in real estate. And for us, you may not think that people buy or sell on an impulse. You can't close a transaction usually sooner than, you know, 21 to 30 days in, in where we're at, the state of California. And, you know, usually big time financings mm-hmm. involved. There's a lot of things predicating a purchase. But I'll tell you what, the need in the decision to sell sometimes can happen over a conversation, can Absolutely. sometimes happen over dinner. All of a sudden you get somebody that gets pissed off or they're unhappy with a certain situation and boom, they're selling. Yeah, You know what? And you know what else does it is those model homes. Oh, baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All of a sudden you got a free Sunday afternoon. Let's look at these brand new homes. You see that? I'm like, okay, I don't want my house anymore. That's right. And so people decide to sell. So those impulsive buyers or consumers are... A part with uh, the key word here is leverage. You want to leverage those people who come in on that impulsive buying. Your impulsive customer, they don't have to buy a particular item at the top of their to-do list. This is something that they're not looking to do right away. Um, they will purchase what seems to be at the good time. They are curious and they want information and or they want potential service. So you can see that hole right there where you can fill that need potential service, you got service. Exactly. So just because they come in as an impulse buyer doesn't mean that they're not going to buy. and doesn't mean that exactly. you can't create a loyal customer out of them. Right. How many times have you gone into somebody where on impulse and found, hey, this is my new place? Well, and it's true. I am usually not an impulsive buyer. And when I am, I end up walking back in the same store just to check it out again. Right. And they become one of my, you know, preferred places to shop because but- I they met a need right away. That's exactly right. And that's that's why I'm a good You're a good consumer. I'm a good consumer. <laughs> if you guys have a product and you're interested in wanting to know if we want to buy it, please send it to us at care at carealtxpert.com and you very well may get a purchase just for the email. I will let you know if it's a it's a, a quick shark tank. Yes, I will buy. <laughs> or no, I will not. Awesome. All right. So the next type of buyer, and remember, we're going through why consumers buy. And first, we have to know who our consumer is. So right now, number four, you have a need-based buyer. Right. Exactly. And those people have a specific need, an intention. They have a particular item. So, you know, there's actually some businesses that are completely built on just need-based clients, Mm -hmm. right? That's going to be someone that you see maybe in the auto service. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. the need is 
my car broke down and I need to get to work tomorrow. So I'm coming in and I'm going to get this need fulfilled by your service. Right. And, you know, they can be a combo of maybe a discount, you know, your need base, but you also want to deal. Uh, but sometimes you're in a predicament. I mean, you know, what about going to urgent care? You know, if you all of a sudden you're sick or ER, something's wrong, you go to the nearest place. That's a need-based buyer. Well, that's a serious need. That's yes, right. exactly. But the same thing is, how would you get a loyal customer out of a need-based client? That's a good question. You know what that need is, specifically to your territory, possibly. I mean, I'm thinking real estate in that okay. sense. So for me, you have a need-based client. That means they're looking for the you know, 3,500 square foot home has to have the four bedrooms aloft. The actual lot size has to be big enough for a pool and they need to have the sun coming up a certain way and sits a different, and we know those particular clients. Yeah. So, you know, being able to fill that, how do I get a need-based client to be loyal? That's a good one. I, I don't know if I have a really good answer. Well, I think for me, it's the opportunity to maybe provide them with something that they weren't looking for. And or even help them refine their needs. So even like in a situation where urgent care, I went through this recently, where we had a problem, right? We were sick, got to go to urgent <laughs> care, saw the doctor and the doctor was like, you know what? Actually, this is my recommendation. And the recommendation was better than what we thought we were going to be fighting, right? We thought we were going to be going straight to a Z-pack or antibiotic and getting over what's going on. But instead, we have somebody that told us, you know what? Yeah, you have bronchitis. Here's what I recommend. I'm not going to give you this. I think it can be treated, you know, in a simpler way. For us in my household, that was kind of a big deal because, you know, the less medicine, the better. And same thing like when you go to, you know, an, an automotive place, just like I was saying before, a repair shop. I went in there. I thought I needed my oil change. It turns out I just had a dirty filter, you know, or, or vice versa. I went in there thinking I needed a new filter, but I just need my oil change. You came in with a need and you went to the right place and you relied on their expertise to yes. go ahead and give you the right answer. So, I, again, I think that knowing what you are to your buyer, you know that you're going to fill a need. I mean, I'm going to go on your taco shop. If, I, if you have a taco shop and someone comes in and says they want a hamburger, you're not going to make them a hamburger because you're a taco shop. So, right. you know, if you went to urgent care and brought in your, you know, oil filter, that wouldn't have made any <laughs> sense. So, I mean, so I, I think that your need still got met with right. the same dynamic. The best thing that you can do now is that we went in with the need and they provided you good service and it, now you're loyal. That's and right. And so if you are in that niche where you have a specific need or solution that you meet, you just got to be the best at it. And so why consumers buy, right? In this case, I I needed to buy. I was going to buy from somebody. You made a loyal customer out of me by providing me exceptional right. service and right. taking advantage of the fact that I was in a place where I needed someone right. anyway. And so I, I think just for clarity, I think that as an expert in your niche market, you are the person that's going to give the best reference that's and you, right. you can become, a, you'll gain a loyal customer from being the best at that. That's exactly right. And at least caring me about me enough to point me in the right direction. Maybe I thought I was a need buyer and I really need something else. Right. And that alone you know, one of my favorite uh, sales stories of all time was when I had went to a specific service industry and they told me, you know what, I don't provide that, but here's what you really need. And mm -hmm. this is how this is going to work. Right. And I went back to that person for what they really offered time and time again, because they shot me straight and they took me down the right road. That's really meeting the, the consumer's needs at that point when you're specific and, and you know what your niche is. That's right. right. That whole taco shop. Like, well, that, that makes this a good ethical business. Right. And that's a good way to stand out in that situation. All right. So 
the last type of customer that salespeople encounter and in our business we encounter is the wandering client. So who, who, <laughs> who's oh, that? How, who's, the, who's the wanderer? I'm not a wanderer. I'm not. I, well, you're very intentional <laughs> with everything. So I couldn't imagine you being a wanderer. I'm going in, I'm shopping for something and I'm walking so, out if I don't find it. Well, now hold on. Did our listeners just pick up on that? Does that mean that this window shopping impulse buyer, did you strategically <laughs> pick this restaurant near, the, near this clothing store? <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> if I know I'm going to go eat at P.F. Chang's and Ann Taylor's loft is there. My brain is already programmed and navigated to go right to that store as soon as I put my, my name in for the reservations. How long's the wait? Thirty minutes. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'm not. I'm I'm intentional about that. That's funny. So tell me again, the wandering client. Who who is that? How can we turn them into a loyal customer? What should we be paying attention to? Well, wandering is exact. That is exactly that. They have no specific need or desire in mind when they come into the into your store, your business, or when they're just perusing your website. They have no specific need. Rather, they have a sense of wanting an experience or some kind of um, a community affair that they want to feel a part of. And they really want to know what's going on in the market. They're mm. kind of just just kind of checking the pulse of what's happening in their world or community. Or sometimes they just want to be up to date. So yeah. I'm just wondering and saying, you know, what's the newest style today? Or what's happening in the real estate market? What are prices going for? So that sounds like you can turn that person into a loyal customer. And to not repeat, you know, exceptional service, I think is something that always is going to create a loyal customer. But it sounds like information is going to be a way to land that person as a future client. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a good call. And being able to have readily available information is going to get that wanderer continuing to come to you and talk about you. You mean knowing your business? Knowing your business, being the expert in your field is very important. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So we shared with you guys all of the different types of consumers that are out there. We've given you a lot of information right now, but we really wanted to say in this podcast with why consumers buy. And so we've already said that you have to know your consumer. Mm -hmm. And if we were to abbreviate the next part, the next part is, is going to be, you have to know yourself. You have to know what you offer. You have to know your boundaries. You have to know that you're a taco shop, not selling cheeseburgers. And if you are selling cheeseburgers, for anybody out there looking to start a business, Tapatio Burger, I don't know, Pepper Jack (laughs) could be a hit. Sriracha. I think they have one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, that's Jack in a Box, right? right? Anything you could crave at 2 a.m. after a late night in college uh, studying, right? Um, All right. So knowing who you are is important. I want to kind of maybe breeze over that a little bit. I think we can separate knowing who you are in in like eight different podcasts. But for this one, I kind of want to jump to really the answer of why consumers buy. So you don't know that self-awareness is where your business needs to start. Please stop. Uh, Find us on social and follow us. And we'll talk more about that at Gino Diegelman at Alicia Amadio. (laughs) We would love to help you understand the awareness factor. Um, we got plenty of other videos and different things we're doing in that. And of course, we're going to have more podcasts that will kind of go over that in detail. Because that's, I mean, honestly, hours on end, we can talk about that. That's a, It's a huge factor. We wanted to do this podcast based on why consumers buy. We've defined who your consumers are. The other large element here is knowing who you are so that you know how to work with your buyers. With that being said, knowing why people buy is interesting. It's life-changing. Well, and it also will help you figure out how to market your product or your service. And I think that's really going to be the biggest value add to your life and your business from listening to this today Mm -hmm. is going to be knowing how to market what you do better. And so simply said, Alicia, why do consumers buy? 
people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. So it's there's like three key words here. They don't buy what you do. So your results are your results. They buy why you do it. So there's your passion. And what you do simply proves what you believe in. There's your values. And so there's a, a lot right there. That's a very, very scrumptious mm. <laughs> amount of information right there. If you feel like you just got hit by a fire hose, you're welcome. And I want you to, to really break this down. And I want to give some examples to kind of clarify a little bit more with what is exactly happening here. The, the thing again, people don't buy what you are selling. Excellent. They are buying why you are selling it. And to take that even a step further, when you're marketing, you can't just market with your discount price mm -hmm. and expect to stand out from all the noise. You can't just market with hoping that somebody's going to buy from on impulse and walk into your store. Your advertising and your marketing has to come from why you are selling or offering the service that you are offering. If you are going to be in a world of competitive result you type are. marketing, you are doomed. You're absolutely doomed. And you're actually not even going to get started and you're going to complain and you're going to find another way. You're going to try to figure out what's going on. If I only had a $20,000 a week marketing budget, I would be so much better, right? All the people on right. Shark Tank, what are you going to do with money? I need a marketing budget. Mm -hmm. like, what do you mean you need a marketing budget of $500,000? Mm -hmm. This product can be marketed with why you do it. And you see it on Shark Tank all the time, uh -huh. right? These people, so these people are investing in the people that have the story. Absolutely. They have why they're doing it. And it's such a different impact. I think we should give an example and, and probably be the best way to do it. So they're not buying what your product is. They're not buying what your results are. If I was to market to you right now and say, hey, you need to hire our company as a real estate brokerage because we sold 40 homes last month. So what? So what? Who cares? If I'm blasting this on a billboard, we sell more homes than anyone else you know, or we sell the most homes in the world. Who cares? Right. You're coming into an age of millennials. Millennials care what they are getting, but more from where and why they're getting it from this place. They want stuff that that's like Tom shoes, right? It's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Why do people buy Tom shoes? Cause they know he's giving. But it, it hits our heart in a different way. Even I bought Tom shoes. That's right. And they don't match everything I wear. But anyways, but with the whole knowing that, that it was giving back, it struck a card. I like that. And so what do we do? Look, we just talked about Tom shoes because of that, because of his why. And so when we start to, when you start to look at your business, you have to dig deep. That's like, you have to know who you are. Why am I doing this? And sometimes you have to put faces to that. Sometimes it's for your children. Sometimes it's because you had a lack growing up and you want to provide. We've talked to financial Love advisors it. and the bottom line is that they know that there's shady people out there and it hurts their heart when they're not protected. That's so right. financial advisors, a good one is looking to protect your dollar That's right. and to invest in the best way. Why? Because they were ripped off before mm -hmm. because they've seen families go under. They've watched elderly people have homes taken away from they are the protectors and so that's digging in deep and so when we meet with those business professionals and we find out that's their why now we've got a really good business statement that says i do what i do because i want to protect every person i meet man that was good i hope you guys really heard that that was that was so well articulated you need to find the way that that fits in your business you know 
I had been on this uh, automotive kick, so I'm going to use the repair shop for one more example. If right now you use the repair shop because the mailer you get for a, a discount, mm-hmm. discount brake service, discount lube service, whatever it is, you're the discount buyer for that product, mm-hmm. right? But if you got some type of marketing piece on social or in some other element that says, hi, my name's Gino and I'm a third generation mechanic. My grandfather built this business from the ground up and taught us how to fix cars the right way from the inside out. And I'm continuing to live out his legacy through servicing this community. Please come visit us the next time your light turns on. In. I'm in. I, you know, who doesn't love a grandpa? Who doesn't want to see generations continue to succeed and, and be able to provide to that business? I want to provide to that. And how many mechanics in auto shops that are in your city that probably have that story, but you don't hear it. I think we gave you guys some really good examples to really connect with with why consumers buy. You have to know who your consumer is and have to recognize that the goal is to bring them to be a loyal customer. And then you have to start recognizing that you need to change your marketing platform. And if you're not doing any marketing, shame on you because all you need to do is tell people who you are and why you do what you do and you'd be winning. You would be winning. So we want to thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Today. This is what is relevant to your business and what you need to be making happen on a regular basis. That's right. Once again, I'm Gino Deagleman. And I'm Alicia Amadio. We're with California Realty Experts, and we're very happy to bring you this today.